All right, so hopefully this thing will work okay after my latest fucking glue fucking I didn't glue it in yet no but uh so final countdown super christmas special well, let me turn this down a little it's a uh, christmas special this is like our third christmas special yeah it's gotta be, right? so uh i don't remember what we did for the other ones probably garbage it sucked we might have not done anything we did new year's yeah anytime we switch up the format of the show it's never better it's always worse including today so uh <laughs> since we're supposed to put out an episode tomorrow and i was like yeah we could just skip it because it's the holidays but uh fuck it we got me and you here so yeah we are uh what like 40 percent of the podcast that's yeah enough. i'd say it's pretty good yeah and with the holidays and stuff yeah it's really fucked up it's pretty our good recording. turnout considering we didn't invite anyone else no that's true and uh i just thought maybe keith would be home but he's always working he is always he's working working people with jobs i disapprove of it i've pretty much officially decided uh for at least the time being i'm not like why deny it that i'm ever gonna get a job but clearly i'm not gonna i totally don't want to just like i'm gonna get something to drink i can hear my own mouth making gross smell that's the worst some water that is the worst yeah that'll that'll drive me crazy later listening to it uh so Instead, what I've been doing, I've only been doing it for about a week, but I've been doing it for a week solid, is getting up super early, as soon as the sun comes up, getting up, and then going to like a coffee shop or something and writing. And I've been doing it like enough that I feel like I'm doing a job. Like yeah. I'll work like straight till noon, which to me that's it's half a day's work, but to me that's fine. I think this eight it's hour thing more is crazy. Than, yeah, the no job. Yeah, eight hours is crazy. And the fact that Canada only gets two weeks of vacation a year, like a standard, is fucking crazy. We have like one of the lowest vacation rates in the world, which Bullshit. blows. And yeah, it's, it just it's wears like, everyone out. I've worn out. I was supposed to work tomorrow for Preston Buttons or with him or something. He's unloading some truck for some store or some shit. And he's like, hey, you're unemployed. Do you want to make money? And I was like, sure. But now I'm like, nah. I love how he didn't even ask me. That's awesome. Like he's finally I've turned him down enough times. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering like, why bother. <laughs> I did a thing like that once. It was a uh, like a co-op, and they had like Christmassy type shit, you know. So they needed extra people because it was a member appreciation week or some shit. So it was going to be like yeah. everything on sale. Big tons of people coming through. So I worked in the warehouse for like two days, to the point where like because I'm I'm not strong anyway, and I'd never had a physical labor job ever. So by the end of the second day, my muscles were so worn out that they put like a little 13-inch TV in my hands, like a box, and I couldn't hold it. It just fell to the ground. (laughs) And I was like, like, I've never had that happen before where like I'm... You can't. Yeah, I'm telling my fingers a grip and they just didn't. They just dropped it. The closest I've come to that, which is really unrelated, is just... uh, have you ever woken up like with one of your limbs completely asleep like not even tingly in the slightest but you can't feel an arm there no i don't think i've ever no. <laughs> i was i was in high school and i woke up and the alarm clock went off and uh yeah i just went to turn it off but my arm just flopped like a big piece of meat and like knocked my <laughs> alarm clock off the it was scary it felt like you have no arm it's it's fucked up that happened to uh dave mustaine from megadeth once where he he was like on heroin or something and he passed out in a sauna on his arm for so long <laughs> that he had nerve damage he was afraid he wouldn't be able to play guitar anymore oh damn and yeah i mean i couldn't use my arm it was probably about 20 minutes before i could use my arm properly damn, yeah, that's fucked. yeah <laughs> maybe maybe i'm remembering a little bit longer than it was but it wasn't uh it wasn't a short time oh the other thing i wish i had it i mean i maybe i've got it well what am i going to do with it anyway but i mean i remember i wrote a little thing about this particular job and this was like in 96 or something and i think i was getting paid like 10 bucks an hour which for back then was okay bad, yeah but i remember being shocked like how come 
you know, you run a business or like some big corporation where you just sit in a chair and make decisions and they get paid a ton where the people doing manual labor jobs get paid shit, it should be the reverse because it's yeah. so much worse doing like... It should like, be. Well, I mean, everyone should kind of make the same amount of money. Granted, people like like people will make the argument like, well, a doctor should make more money than a garbage man, which is true because they have to go through so much more education. But on the other hand... So much more. Yeah, a garbage man. I think but that like, all the time. That's still a lot of work. Like... Anytime, like a it garbage truck, it shouldn't be as big a difference between what people make. I think. And anytime a garbage truck goes by and you smell that smell, like I'm like, that's the worst job. Like when Keith comes back from, uh, you know, uh, working in a kitchen and he's he got to like up the stairs now. I'm not might sure. be him. Yeah. Might be the wind. It's fucking windy out. But uh, but he's got to like wash all this stuff right away because it smells like a kitchen. Yeah. If that smelled like a garbage truck, <laughs> can so you imagine? That's the job he got was garbage man, and he walked into our home smelling like garbage. Oh, like my friend Mark, who uh, Chris, who was on the show before, it's his brother. He used to work at a seafood place where he, big part oh, of his man. job was just <laughs> boiling lobsters, and he just smelled like seafood. <laughs> so fucking gross. It's, it was horrible. I had a, I think I brought this up before, but I had a girlfriend who worked at Subway, and I always smelled like Subway bread. But I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he kept the she relationship didn't. going yeah. for like extra three months oh but then after we broke up like i couldn't go into subway for like a year year and a half just because it smelled like her <laughs> you just go in and roll a tear i did i went in one time and it was just i got like visibly upset i had tears in my eyes i ate my sandwich i, I had to get the fuck out of there yeah that's awesome well i was gonna say though with the continuing adventures of this fucking recorder that went through the house fire and fell in mike's toilet and various <laughs> other things and dropped on the ground a bunch of times is yeah the sd card slot broke and i had to take it apart more than I've ever taken it apart. It was in like four pieces, and I'm like, it's done. It's done for. There's no way. Yeah. Just to fix the spring. But it still works. We're talking right now. That's it's amazing. Uh, that kind of happened with my last tablet, the one that got stolen, so inevitably it didn't matter. But the SIM card stopped working, and I just kind of took the back off, took everything apart, put it back together, and it worked. I didn't have to remove any springs or anything. Still, it's shocking, right? When yeah. When everything actually works, it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. So uh, what we're going to do for this particular episode to switch it up, it's Craig and Keith's dance party, and we're going to play songs. We're each going to play, like, I guess two songs. It's probably good. So let's start off with you, Craig. What do you want to play for us? Uh, I want to play, I made a remix, uh, I guess like a week ago, of Peach's Fuck the Pain Away and Short Dick Man by Gillette. Uh, I just thought they they really kind of sounded similar in my head, and... It turns out I literally had to do no work for this. I, it was pretty much just taking the wave files and lining them up. I mean, I had to make sure the tempos were the same. That reminds That's me really about it. But like when you told me how a lot of songs these days, like mainstream songs, are 128 beats per minute, I was at a chapters today and there's a book called that. <laughs> just called 128 BPM. <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah. the magic number. It's like, on average, it's what most people want to dance to, I guess. Scientists have probably discovered. I don't know. I don't know how you measure that. Danceologists. <laughs> I guess they go into a club and they slowly start playing faster and faster music and judge the average number of people dancing at any time. That's I could crazy. do it. So, it's not a very good remix because, like I said, I didn't put a ton of work into it, but I think it's it's kind of cool as an example of how there is really a standard formula of how pop songs are made because i did no work for this the song like i didn't have to cut either of them short or longer to make them match up like they're exactly the same length it's, nice. <laughs> and by length i don't mean i don't mean minutes and seconds i mean beats because right. i had to match the tempos up but anyway this is uh this is that song cool Man. Don't want no short dick 
guess we could talk about the apocalypse too. That's like tomorrow. Yeah, the world's ending in a day. We could have less than 24 hours left on this fucking earth. <laughs> well, I guess this will come out right before the apocalypse special. I give that 10 thumbs up. I think that is totally good. 10? Fuck, thanks. And those, yeah, like those songs just fit awesomely. Yeah, thematically together. too, like you said. It's just, very nice. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, what do you got lined up? I was going to say, do you want to pimp your SoundCloud in case people want to go? Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, if you want to listen to that uh, remix online or, or other remixes or DJ sets that I've done. Actually, I just did a, uh, a 90s dance mix, which is, uh, I think, pretty fucking awesome. But if you go to soundcloud.com slash brother dash Wayne. I know my name's Craig, so that's confusing, but my DJ name's Brother Wayne, as I may have mentioned before. So soundcloud.com slash brother-wayne. Remember when we were watching fucking um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure? And we're like, is that Brother Wayne? <laughs> like Wayne. Oh, yeah, Wayne, yeah. Wayne that guy was Wayne. fucking in it. So now I know, like, two things he's been in. <laughs> <laughs> and probably many more. Who the fuck knows? Uh, so I do have a couple notes, because we haven't done anything in so long. So, uh... Oh yeah, this was from ages ago, but this really cracked me up. This guy, Alan from Australia, tweeted me. <laughs> he wrote, I just broke my leg, and all I could think is my arms and legs is pain. <laughs> and I, I went and researched him a little and like uh, looked up his other tweets to people, and yeah, it totally is. Like, I'm in the hospital. Like, he wasn't making that up. He That's totally, hilarious. Totally broke his leg. So he didn't tweet me first. But, but that was the first thing through his head, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, when I was watching the uh, the season finale of Dexter the other day, and this, I don't consider this a spoiler, but if you're a prude and you haven't watched it, then fuck, plug your ears for 10 seconds. <laughs> fucking prude. You prude. <laughs> not, not a prude. Whatever. I, I need a smoke. But, uh, the, whatever the word is for people who are uptight. If you're uptight, yeah. <laughs> then plug your ears. Uh, when he's visiting Hannah in jail and she gets up to walk away and she, he grabs her hand, the first thing I thought was no touching. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed in that scene, I thought it was a nice touch that uh, she wasn't wearing makeup because it wouldn't give you makeup in prison. That's <laughs> like, true. That's a rare thing because TV shows usually wouldn't yeah, give a shit about makeup. that. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like Dexter she's was probably wearing makeup. <laughs> yeah, no doubt he was. Because, yeah, she looked, I mean, she's still hot, but she looked like normal person. She didn't yeah. look like, you know, this is nice, those little, those little details. Like, I also always liked in that show how... Uh, at home, Dexter uses a, a Mac, but at the police station, it's all PC. Cause I didn't notice that. Yeah, I noticed that right away because they always, like, everyone on TV uses a fucking a Mac. Even back in the Buffy days, they had those uh, colored Macs. Yeah. Like, everyone the uses rainbows. a Mac, but in the workplace, it's just never a Mac. Never. That's true. Yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> in nice real attention life, to so. detail there. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I mean, they will have shows where it's Windows computers or PCs, but then everyone on in the whole world of that show uses PCs, or everyone in the whole environment uses Macs, so it's right. nice that they're using both. And although we did mention uh, with that show that there's something going on with the phone. I don't know what the fuck the phone is. Like, it looks like a, an oh, iPhone, yeah. but it's... The, yeah, the outside of it's clearly an iPhone, but then there's all these just, like, it's like using Comic Sans as a font or some shit. It's just... It was like if you had a cell phone for, like, a small child, like, just a <laughs> giant text that fills up the screen. It's like... It's like it was designed for the first, like, color phone ever, before smartphones even existed, but they've put it onto an iPhone. I was actually just, uh, just today, this one story I've been working on that I've been having a very hard time with, I was proud of myself because I, I solved it. I cracked that bitch open like a fucking coconut, like I got the whole ending figured out. Yeah. But there's a deaf person in it, and it never occurred to me that text messaging would be awesome if you were deaf. Like that's yeah. like what it must have revolutionized their lives. They could just like actually communicate, communicate with people. Yeah, because yeah. what would you do otherwise? Like you're calling up and 
like it's not gonna come up. <laughs> uh, it's not like they could even hear the the response to that. Uh, here's another uh, note from a while ago when we were watching Pee Wee's Playhouse, the show. <laughs> we watched a lot of Pee Wee. Oh, actually, before you go on to that, I can tell you what they they did before text messaging because I used to work in a call center and we yeah. sometimes got calls from deaf people. Oh, there's like they an interpreter like a terminal, person. right? So they type to a terminal, then the operator reads it aloud to the person on the other end, and then vice versa. Yeah, I guess I knew that. I can't remember who it was. Someone I knew that yeah worked somewhere with the same type of thing. That's kind of interesting. In fact, uh, one time when I was I was on one of those calls when I worked for tech support, uh, this guy was ridiculous. He his he reinstalled Windows and his router stopped working. So I was like, well, it's probably he's got something to do with like reinstalling Windows. The router's probably fine. But I went through troubleshooting steps, and uh, and I was on the, the phone with him for like two hours. Couldn't get the router working. My bosses were like, just send him a new one. That's what he wants. And I was like, okay, like just uh, you know send us uh the receipt and the router and we'll send you a new one he's like oh i don't have the receipt it was a gift from a friend but then a bit later on like i kept doing troubleshooting with him since we couldn't return it for him and i was like oh like bring the router to a friend's house see if it'll work there and then he said i I, i'm a lone man i don't believe in friends and that has always (laughs) stuck out in my fucking head because if he has no friends who bought him the router for one thing and yeah i do not have any other Ah, God, listen, son. You might not know this about me, but I, I, I run with my own pack. I'm a lone man. I mean, maybe being deaf had something to do with him having no friends. I'm think, not against being friends with deaf people, but do you think that would be uh, on his tombstone? Like he was a lone man. I <laughs> didn't believe it. it. Was it was funny too? By the end of the call, because I mean, I couldn't resolve anything for him. He didn't have a receipt, and he didn't have any other troubleshooting steps he could take, so I couldn't do anything for him. And he ended the call with the swear word. The operator wouldn't say it. It was funny. Like I said something to him. A few. I wait a few seconds, and it comes back, and the operator says, "Well." I can't tell you what he said, but it starts with F. <laughs> Man, that reminds me, I just heard the other day, I was listening to, uh, there's this guy, Jeff Green, who used to work for uh, 1up.com and used to do podcasts over there. And he's like one of my podcast heroes. He's super hilarious. I met him at PAX <laughs> in Boston. And I think it's like, it's funny, like the way at little Keith and the Girl meetups and stuff, people, I'd see people kind of circle me and not want to say hello because they're nervous. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. I'm just some dude. But I felt that exact same way with this guy. Like I had to, I had to get my like courage up and I had to walk around him two or three times and then I went up and it was ridiculous. But anyway, so this guy, Jeff was telling this story about how his 70 year old dad called him and needed tech help. And it was because his, uh, his internet was suddenly very, very slow. It was wireless instantly jeff was like obviously what happened is his stupid wireless just connected to his neighbor or something and and it turns out in the end that's what it was but just to get he's like okay dad just fucking put your mouse pointer over the little bars and let's see what the whatever that took 20 minutes because (laughs) this is so insane he couldn't get the mouse pointer to move because he had his laptop next to his desktop and was ah. using the mouse for the desktop. <laughs> 20 minutes. Oh, man. Fucking old people. Like, I, I like to think, I mean, even if we fall behind of the hive mind or whatever comes next, we'll never be that bad. No. Like, at least we grew up with this shit. No, well, I don't know. My dad, uh, like, my dad was a computer operator. And back in, like, the 70s, the term computer operator, that was the title of a job someone would have. But he did that for 25 years, and, like, now I still, like, oh, God. Once a year, I have to show him how to download MP3s and copy them to his MP3 player. He just doesn't get things. If I ever get a job again, I'm going to buy him a Mac. Yeah, it's probably a good plan. Cut down the number of buttons to click. It's just, yeah. So I was going to say, we were also watching Pee-wee's Playhouse, the show, which is super awesome. And uh, and just, (laughs) just, this really cracked me up because it was so... 
like politically incorrect or whatever that his like spanish neighbor who i can't remember who he is is the mailman or the just the yeah. all-purpose speedo guy who hangs around but, the lifeguard in the neighborhood yeah, yeah. he's trying to teach peewee uh some spanish words so he said some uh, spanish phrase and peewee just goes blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was the whole spanish uh, uh, it's fucking great it was funny as a kid and it's funny now <laughs> yeah. you know what i think he he was a lifeguard in the first season because i seem to remember him walking in without a shirt on a lot right and miss yvonne getting all uh, hot and bothered about it but i think he was wearing a soccer outfit yeah you know stereotypically they, they, do, they do love soccer it always reminds me of that fucking part in uh the simpsons where they're doing it's like an itchy and scratchy cartoon or something and a muscle man comes in for no reason with speedos on and nelson reaches over to uh what's the little nerdy kid's name martin yeah. to martin's knob and keeps putting it to like <laughs> so after they're like one kid loved the speedo man. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was so awesome all right, let's take a break for a song. I think uh, Craig needs a smoke, perhaps. Yep. I need some more water. Uh, so let's see, what was this song called? Uh, this is just a song I was listening to this morning on my way to the coffee shop. It's this band called the Rural Alberta Advantage, and I don't know why they're called that because they formed in Toronto, but they mention a lot of shit about Alberta, so I guess the guy's probably from Alberta. I don't yeah. know. It's okay. And uh, I mentioned, I, I emailed Matt, I was like, hey, you ever heard this band? Like, I feel like you might like them, they're kind of your style. And he's like, they opened in some show I went to for some other band, and they were so shitty, I went to the bar across the street to wait for them to finish. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> like, I guess that's, that's not great. for you. I did that once. I did that once. I, well, I didn't, uh, I was at the uh, the cool house, so there was no bar across the street to go to. Right. Uh, but I went up to the smoking pit and just smoked like five cigarettes in a row until this band was done. It's like, fuck this band. So this song is called Sleep All Day, and it's like a nice little ditty about breaking up with someone, like right at the end, where you know it's not going to get better, but it's not over yet, so it's just got nice little lyrics. Like, yeah. like tell you what, you try to be nice to me, I'll try to be nice to you. Like, that's the best we're going to get for now. And I, I like, like it. Yeah. I like it. Hopefully Matthew is uh, wrong about that. Yeah, well, like, they, I mean, I could see them going pretty bad live, maybe. I mean, the album's just not that bad, so I hope he still tries the album out. But yeah, apparently they suck live, so. All right. <laughs> All right.
also I liked what you said about that song that uh, an appropriately used like organ or keyboard because when there's a <laughs> like, right? yeah well like yeah you go see bands and there's two guitars and a bass and a drum and a singer and, and a keyboard player and you can never hear the keyboard player and you're like whose girlfriend is that that they let in the yeah. band <laughs> that that's seriously gotta be it most of the time just like there was a fifth member of the group who wanted to be in the band and they were like okay you have a, a Casio keyboard you're in the band <laughs> And they just turn the volume down, and no one can hear the keyboard player. So I appreciate when a band actually uses keyboard appropriately. That also reminds me, everything reminds me of The Simpsons, but uh, classic Simpsons, but when they're uh, asking the guy about different, uh, like, hot tubs, and he's like, look, question lady, this is not what I do. I play keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> what a dickbag. Like, I keep thinking, now that that shows at, like, season 23 or 24, like, if it had ended, like, at season 12, because, like, up to, like, 7 or 8 was, like, perfect. Then the next two were still good, and then give them a couple years grace period. It would have been the best show of all time. Yep. But ten straight years of just like whatever, like meh. Yeah. Like because that, that's kind of how I gauge it. Is I still quote the old Simpsons all the time. Yeah. But I can't think of a single line from the past decade that has stuck in my head. I haven't really watched in the past decade. I uh, see. I did. I only finally gave up like last year, and then this year, and I should have given up a lot sooner than that. May like I feel the urge more recently to. Uh, yeah, I've got an urge to watch it. I think I'm going to download some episodes. I know Nizzle is, is faithful. Yeah, and I mean, it's not the worst. I mean, sometimes it's funny, but... Yeah, it's not know. the same. No, it's just not. Not at all. So, uh, I was thinking that song, too, is uh, appropriate that it talks about sleeping all day and stuff. Because me and you are on, like, reverse schedules now. Like, you go to bed when I wake up. I was thinking, I wonder if that has anything to do with, like, my bedroom is, like, east-facing, yours is west-facing, <laughs> right. the sun. Because, like, you were saying you get up when the sun comes up, but I go to sleep when the sun comes up. That's my indicator. I'm like, fuck. Well, it is pretty recent, though, because we were both in the same... <laughs> where Our menstrual cycles were together where we stayed up all night and we kept missing all Mike's comedy shows because I couldn't wake up <laughs> for fucking 3 p.m. I feel, I feel like, so, I mean, if... if women's menstrual cycles are controlled by the moon that our cycles are controlled by the sun yeah so, you know east west yeah so uh, one note that i figure while i have you here <laughs> this uh <laughs> is that you did your sleep depth thing where you were awake for 41 hours what was 40. that i like? only made it to 40 that was uh i really hit a wall at about 38 hours and then i made a, a pot of coffee and drank the pot of coffee in like an hour and it did absolutely nothing. <laughs> like nothing. No, the caffeine had no effect and I just went to sleep. But I got, uh, well, I mean, I, we did that one episode while I was in the middle of it. Yeah, when we were at the, uh, the, the, the Korean place. Restaurant. And I wasn't making a lot of sense. And uh, You weren't doing too bad, though, all things considered. <laughs> but I wish I wish I had been awake that last hour so I could have interviewed you right before. Yeah, you that would have been awesome. I was, I was fucked up. But we, uh, fuck. I, uh... I got, I got pretty emotional <laughs> around 32 hours. I was chatting with some people online and, and had some real open, honest conversations that, uh, <laughs> for the next eight hours, <laughs> like that's a long time to be emotional too. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty fucked up. I was, I was glad to go to sleep. I wanted to make it to 48, but there was no way I was doing a whole other eight hours. It just wasn't going to happen unless yeah. I had something to go do, but I had no money. So it's not like I could. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had stretches where like I'll just get little bits like two hours of sleep here and there for a long time, but I don't think I've ever stayed awake that long all at once. Like that's a long fucking time. I uh, 
I didn't hallucinate. Like, I've heard you hallucinate if you're awake long enough. Yeah, I heard Brad things said, sometimes. What did Brad say? He was awake for, like, 60 or some crazy shit. One, and I remember him telling me the story years ago. He was moving, and he had to wait for movers, and it was a whole dumb thing. But, yeah, he said, like, his, his poster, you could see, like, Jimi Hendrix in it, and it wasn't a poster of Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. <in> it, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see anything, but I did hear noises, and I don't remember what they were. And I was feeling like I was sitting on this very couch, and I would like feel the couch sort of move. It was weird. <laughs> Man, well, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> glad you came back from the yeah. Experiment. But like the the effects were were longer term than just the period that I was awake. I mean, I went and slept for probably ten to twelve hours after that, and I felt fine as soon as I woke up. But then quickly, I became very tired again. Like I was back in that state of not hallucinating, but just being all weird headed, and I had a headache for like two days following that. It was. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Sleep uh, eight hours a day, at least. That's what I do. Nice. No. <laughs> good, good advice. <laughs> yeah. So should we uh, move on to the next song? Yeah. So what you got for us next? I got. We uh, got. We got the ups and downs. You do the upbeat. I do the downbeat. Yeah. This. Uh, this is a song from I guess like the '90s. It's Salt and Pepper featuring On Vogue. I love On Vogue more than Salt and Pepper, but they both have their moments. Yeah. They're they're both they're both pretty awesome. You can't deny that Shoop is a fucking wicked song. <laughs> Uh, but this is What a Man by the, those two groups. However, I've sped it up significantly because the original one is not a beat and you don't want to dance to it. But this one... Uh, yeah, can you play a little bit of the old one again? Like, just because, yeah, hearing them both back to back, like, the old one is, like, sure. it's fucking slow. This is the, uh, the original. This is pretty good tune, though. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, but, like, having... I mean, the sped-up version I've used in that 90s dance mix that I mentioned, it's just... It seems so much better sped-up. Like, this, to me, just sounds like a, a record that's playing on the wrong speed. Like, it's slowed down to me. Man, though, that is one thing I loved doing when I first moved in here, is... Uh, putting your turntable on slow and yeah. just putting on like metric albums and stuff and just letting them play slow i just like it yeah yeah especially on weed <laughs> <laughs> that would have made more sense yeah so uh here's the sped up version which once you hear it you can't deny it's better than the the, the original speed He always got a 
The other yeah. one doesn't. It's, it's not. It's not bad. Like I wonder if if these bands tried doing it much faster. They didn't know about 128 beats per minute. Yet. It's still the 90s. This is only 114. That we're at, but yeah, the 90s did not know about 128. I wonder if Britney Spears is considered like a pioneer. She just started the 128 beats per minute movement. Music didn't hit perfection until Britney came. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so that, you danced, right? That was totally Me and Keith danced. Head bob and head bob in action. Yeah, wish I could find a mighty good man. I'm telling you what, it'd be interesting. I think to do follow-ups with all of them because they're all obviously, uh, you know, in their forties now and probably, as far as I know, done with music. Did they find? No, Salt and Peppa played Toronto for Beer Fest like six months ago. Oh well, never mind. Then. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I I forget why I didn't make it to it. I really wanted to go. I know uh, Onizel went. I know Keith uh, and his girlfriend went to Beer Fest, but I don't know if they saw Salt and Pepper. But yeah, that would have been fucking cool. God, I wonder if the En Vogue ladies then, I wonder if they found their mighty, mighty good man. Maybe. Yeah, I hope so. I don't have a comment on that really, because I have no, no idea. I don't follow En Vogue. <laughs> Nor do I really. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, couple of last little random notes. Uh, one was at the show ages ago, Picard's birthday show. And just when we were talking to, uh, talking to Alex, Al Drunken, and... Uh, I can't remember what exactly we were talking about, but just, you know, basic blowing people and for some reason books yeah. came up. I don't remember. And oh, because it was, fuck, what was it? it was something to do with like how much a book weighed or the thickness of a book or something, <laughs> using the thickness of a book to measure your dick. Yeah, well, well, Matt said this is just what I wrote written down. I don't really remember how it came up, but he asked her if the last book she read was thicker than the last dick she saw. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's just a good question. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to prove or what, but it was just funny. <laughs> so, one last thing I was thinking is, uh, uh, so when we were watching that fucking Justin Timberlake movie in time and it had Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, I don't know how you say her name, and uh, she didn't get her tits out in that movie, but she does in tons of movies. Like, yeah. she gets topless all the time, and uh, she's still, I don't know if she's really that big a deal now, but there was that run two or three years ago where she was in a ton of movies and critically respected and blah, blah, blah. And I think 
that's like because it's this thing in North America where actresses don't want to get their tits out because they want to be taken seriously. But I think if you just do it and don't make a big deal about it, yeah, it's fine. You can still win awards and shit because yeah. in other countries it's fine. Like uh, Fleur de la whatever from uh, Harry Potter, she's some French actress. She gets her tits out all over the place, and it's like, whoa, Harry Potter chick naked. Yeah, no, I think if you're serious, do show your tits because it's yeah. just the human body, man. I mean, and I want to see your tits. Yeah. Like this gonna sell the movie. Like be a businesswoman. Like that. Um, tits. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried has like awesome tits that you can just go look at. Where like Scarlett Johansson, I'm like, I bet those are awesome tits. Just show the tits. I want to uh, see those tits. Aren't her tits on the internet? Yeah, actually there are. But like cell phone. I heard that guy got like ten years in prison. Yeah, there was that him or her and some other celebrity. That same hacker released and yeah he got i think 10 years you're right it is pretty fucked to just like that's like magic like you just got naked pictures of yourself on your phone and suddenly everyone in the world sees them like that's pretty fucked yeah that's <laughs> fucking crazy i'm kind of glad i'm not a celebrity or have tits but i remember too it's no coincidence that these are all french chicks but the chick from uh the beach i can't remember her name virginie ledoyen she's also just naked everywhere just in every movie because she's tits. french god yeah. i love tits it's like just do it like winona rider never got her tits out just get them out i dedicate this episode to tits yeah and i think that's like what we need to we need to push this agenda in north america i think we need to only give awards to actresses that show tits we got to make it huh. clear that this is what's going on from now on I like that. I mean, we don't have to necessarily uh, infiltrate the, the Academy Awards or anything, but we could have our own awards show. Act all prestigious and shit. <laughs> Just be like, if, you're, if you haven't shown your tits ever. Like, we don't have to give awards... The movie we're giving the award for doesn't have to have the tits in it. You just have to have the tits under your belt as having shown them at one point in time. Right. Uh, granted, like, you have to be over 18, I suppose. I'm not giving away any or, underage tit or awards. It's, it's like uh, the thing we said in the last episode of, like, how gay do you have to be to count as gay for gay jokes? And I loved your line where it's like, you have to suck one dick with the intention of sucking another. So you have to show your tits at least once with the intention to show them again. Yeah. And, and then you can't apologize for showing your tits. Yeah. It can't be some remorse. There can be no remorse. Yeah. Yeah, not some accident or something. Just yeah, tits, man. Fucking yeah. tits. Yeah. Well, I have a note. I have a note. Maybe you can help me figure out what it means. Uh, it's from I think it said October 11th. Give me one second here. Where are my notes? Oh yeah, I almost forgot. If I don't bring it up now, I'll forget that tomorrow is the apocalypse. So uh, if this is the last thing you hear before the world ends, I think you made the right choice and thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's really windy and rainy out. Like that could be just the the winds of. The winds of change, bringing the dinosaurs back. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Okay, so my note uh, from August 24th is simply, shut up, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was almost four months ago. I have no idea what the hell I was thinking on August 24th. But yeah, I've never met an old man that that wouldn't be appropriate to say to at one point or another, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was meant for my dad. Maybe I wanted my dad to shut up as an old man. <laughs> Could happen. Okay, I, before uh, we go to the next song, should I tell my molestation story? Yeah, because I think this, this is all I got, so we should yeah. just finish off with this song. So, yeah, go for it, so, Mang. I mean, this may have been on the on the show before, so I apologize if you're one of our two or three devoted listeners that has heard it before. But uh, I guess it was... I was still living with girls here. Neither of the Keiths had moved in. And it was like 11 at night, and I parked my car around the corner, and I was walking towards our front door at the front of the apartment. I stopped and said hello to Peter downstairs. He was closing out the convenience store. And then I uh, walked to our front door, and there's this disheveled-looking woman just stumbling around. She must have been so drunk and or high. Now, I will call her a crack whore, but more accurately, she was probably a meth whore because she just <laughs> looked like she was on a lot of meth. Right. But she's like, oh, can I have a light? 
And I'm, I'm assuming not especially hot. No, no, not especially. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> uh, so she asked me for a light, and I'm, uh, I'm a gentleman, so I'll light her cigarette, even if she is ugly. <laughs> so I get my, I get my lighter out, and I'm trying to light her cigarette, and it takes like a good couple minutes to light it because she's. <laughs> that would be awesome if you're just like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll light, I'll light this for you, but and just point your face, be like, do something with all this, will you? <laughs> but uh, this once, this once, unless you can fix yourself up a little, don't expect this to happen again. But yeah, it took me a couple minutes, I think. It felt like minutes and minutes before I could get her cigarette lit because she was just stumbling all over the place. And uh, I'll, I'll back up a second. It wasn't a full cigarette. It looked like she had won this half of the cigarette in a fight with some other meth whore because it was half a cigarette that was just, like, ripped. She got the good half with the filter. But, uh, yeah, eventually... I, <laughs> Do you think if she got the other half, she'd still... Can you, what happens if you try to smoke a cigarette with no it's filter? It's really harsh. Like, you can buy unfiltered cigarettes. Um, I've never bought them. But I tried like rolling my own cigarette once, which is the same thing, and it's uh, it's really really harsh. People do it, but I I can't. I need a, a filter. It's like the opposite of menthol, like we just go super hardcore. Yeah, like oh, I know some people. Uh, I don't know if it's if Americans do it. I know French people do it. Uh, oh, they, they mix tobacco with their weed. Yeah, that drives me insane. It just like I mean, weed will already dry your mouth out, but that just like really really dries me out and. It hurts the lungs and it tastes gross. Uh, apparently, it burns better. Apparently, that's the reason it's done. But I do not approve at all. Nor should you. It's ridiculous. Right. Hey, listeners from uh, other countries, let us know if well if you smoke weed and if you put tobacco in it. I'm kind of curious as to how much of a phenomenon this is worldwide. Yeah, go to uh, vinylcountdown.ca. There's a contact form. You can send us any of your yeah. little questions. You can comment right on this episode. You could email us at info at vinylcountdown.ca twitter us at vinyl countdown i think that's the only way yeah smoke signals man i like never post on the vinyl countdown twitter anymore because my phone's wi-fi broke your phone's wi-fi broke well like it never remember i asked you the other day i couldn't oh, find yeah. any it's still just ne- it can't find any signal ever so it's still not working as no but actually advice? it's kind of better because if i'm at a coffee shop trying to work on stuff it just distracts me so yeah you get tweets and stuff yeah no, I forget what I was going to mention. What were we talking about 30 seconds ago? Uh, we brought up phones, other countries, tobacco in the tobacco. weed. Uh, but then going all the way back, it was the crack whore, meth whore. Oh, yeah, I guess I could continue that story. <laughs> Let's just go, go back to that one. <laughs> go back to that. It has something else to say, but it wasn't as good. So I got her cigarette lit eventually. And immediately, oh, she takes a drag and then immediately grabs my junk, grabs it like hard, and says, you want your cock sucked? I suck a mean cock. You want your cock sucked? You want your cock sucked? And, uh, yeah, I had to physically, like, shove her off of me and force my way into the front door. Like, majorly traumatized. Her cigarette fell to the ground and went out. And she started calling me a prick for putting her cigarette out. And all I could say was, well, shouldn't have done that. It's disturbing, too, that it's literally right outside your own house, too, It was right? literally, like, at the front door. Like, I pushed by her to open the door. And it's weird, too, because, like, not the... I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because no one knows where we live. But it seems like, you know, you're going up a hallway to, like, an apartment complex. But yeah. it only goes to our house. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is basically our house. Yeah, yeah. We should get this top lock fixed for the top door, really. Yeah. It's been broken since before you moved in and yeah my the moral of the story or i guess the conclusion is that my balls hurt for a day after that damn i i had to have like a sort of uh emotional debriefing with the two roommates i had at the time it was horrible yeah that's our neighborhood i uh speaking of our neighborhood i was just walking to the bank like a week ago and uh 
I didn't see the guy actually do this, but there was just this guy shouting out that he was shitting his pants. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, so there's a shit story. That, uh, just this, this guy who I assume was homeless or near homeless. Just, uh, he, was, he wasn't talking to anyone. He wasn't with anyone. And he wasn't talking to me as I approached because he was already talking before I was within earshot. Just talking about, fuck, I shit my pants. Shit my pants. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> So like live, he was just doing. It. He may, I, he didn't, he wasn't making any noises or body movements that indicated he was doing it at the moment. I, I feel like more grammatically correct would have been to say I'm about to shit my pants or I'm gonna shit my pants, and he may have thrown that in there. I remember there's this guy Chris Walter. He's this writer from Vancouver. He like self publishes his books, but they're they're pretty good. And that was one of the openings. It was my favorite book of his. It was called East Fan. It was so sad because it was this junkie guy who just going doing whatever he could to try to score and he stole some shit from a store and managed to sell it for a bad deal at some thrift it's like a you know a pawn shop and finally got some junk and was all set in an alleyway and then some cops found him and were fucking him around and kicked it out of his hand and broke his needle and stuff and he's just sitting there crying and then he shits his pants and that was the end of chapter one and i was like this is the greatest writer i've ever read this is amazing it's pretty good yeah it was a really good book all right well you have a song right I don't have any other notes, nothing else in my brain. Yeah, well, I was just going to say with these, uh, now that I've been going down, I've been hanging out at the Starbucks's down by uh, Trinity Bellwoods on Queen. And yeah, it's only a 20 minute walk. But like, I mean, I got nothing against our neighborhood. I like it. But it does get so much nicer down there. <laughs> like, sure. There's a closer one at Dovercourt in college. Yeah, that one's not big enough. So I feel uh, like just because I only buy one coffee and hang out there all day, I feel awkward. But it if is you, really crowded in there sometimes. But if you go, yeah, just like those, there's well, one on each side of Trinity Bellwoods that are just huge. So Yeah, yeah there's a lot on Queen. Queen's one of those streets with Starbucks on it and they're just all over the place i can think of just off the top of my head i can think of four and that's only queen west so even though this has been a rollicking good time of a show let's end this super downbeat for no reason probably because it's uh the end of the world failing that it's uh the holiday season which uh is never a fun time i always find it very lame and crappy yeah yeah it's raining out on december 20th <laughs> in canada so there's this chick, Hannah Georges, that uh, opens for Mother Mother sometimes. That's how I found out about her. Is when me and Brad saw Mother Mother, she opened. She didn't when we saw them. But then she did again when I saw them with Brad again. So whenever I go with Brad, it's always this chick. But uh, this was the first song she ever played that kind of stood out. And I was like, oh, I should look this chick up later. And it just finally came out on her new album. And uh, it's called Ode to Mom. And I was at the uh, hospital at... Um, Dundas and Bathurst, the same one where I was stuck in for two days with my appendix problems. Yeah. Because uh, it's a trick I learned from Kurt Cobain when he was homeless in Aberdeen. There's a really good biography of him called Heavier Than Heaven. That's awesome. But when he was homeless in Aberdeen with his friend, one of the things they would do is uh, just go into the waiting room at the, the local hospital because people just assume you're there for some reason. Yeah. Someone, and they never kick you out. They never ask why you're there. So uh, that was that's what I was doing today is I was just sitting there reading a book. And I was listening to this song with my headphones in, and I was, it was Carl Pilkington's travel book. I'm laughing, having just like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. And then, like, an old guy goes by in front of me, like, gets pushed by with, uh, you know, in a wheelchair. Yeah. And it's like his kid pushing him, and he's got all the tubes in him and stuff. And I'm listening to this sad song, and it immediately went from a fun day to just like, oh, we're all going to get old and die. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. I bet you're glad for salt and pepper at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
Yo, Keith. Hey, another Keith song. We were just wrapping up uh, an episode. Yeah, we're hey, right off. Yeah, so do you want to say any words before we, <laughs> before we close up? This yeah. would be the last episode of a podcast ever on the planet. Yeah, we figured in case the world ends tomorrow, we should do a quick final countdown just in case. Well, if the world does end, let my voice be the last one to say, bitch cake, grab a slice. Woo! Yeah, nice work. Forget the worst, forget the scars And I'd be a little selfish Less selfless, less harsh Yeah, I would Yeah, I would And I'd go out once in a while Flash my curve, show them style And I'd turn this old Turn upside down, upside down, yeah, I would Yeah, I would So let's drive, let's pass this by Forget what we did, forget why I got to can I remember the last uh, time we podcasted and we were telling not really uh, yeah <laughs> so well, it was last, sometime a while ago we were talking about uh, doing tech support for our uh, oh, friends yes. and parents so I got another one from this weekend which you reminded me of when you were talking about doing tech support my dad called me up Sunday afternoon I'm like trying to just enjoy my day and uh, and Jeffrey I'm having a problem with my uh, with my laptop again so the problem is like he his wireless network, he's, he's on his laptop, and his wireless speed has gone way, 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 way down from an excellent signal like to very low. So I figured right away, well, he just glommed onto somebody else's wireless network in, in his condo thing. 
which actually that did turn out to be the problem. That was exactly what it was. But all I wanted him to do was uh, <laughs> was take the mouse pointer and put it over the wireless icon so he could tell me, you know, what it said there for the name <laughs> of the network. And we spent 15 minutes, 15 minutes while he's like, I just, I can't get the mouse. I can't move the mouse pointer over. I'm moving the mouse and it's not going over to the thing. And I'm like, okay, let's check. Is your mouse plugged in? Well, where do I check that? So we're like going through all this shit. I, we finally ascertained, yes, his mouse is plugged in. It's all hooked up. I had him go into the mouse control panel, This whole, all this bullshit. And mouse control when, panel. When, it, when it was finally all said and done, the reason why he couldn't get the mouse pointer over the icon was because he was moving the mouse to his desktop computer, which was sitting next to his laptop <laughs> computer. <laughs> so he was actually moving the wrong mouse around. Oh, oh, yeah. That God. was the first 15 minutes. So imagine how long it took to ascertain oh, like, to what wireless network he was on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you know what? I have infinite respect now for anyone who does tech, phone tech support, like for Dell or whomever. I was thinking that at the time. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> okay, Dad, let's start over. Yeah, the mouse, is it in your hands? I just felt like one of those guys, you know, you're talking to from <laughs> India. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Oh, man. That's my Sunday. Finalcountdown.ca.